0: Back to George on the left wing. George, three, straight away. It's good and a foul. Keontae George, his first made field goal tonight, and he'll have a chance at a four-point play.
1: About Keontae George, a four-point play late in that game. Talking to Coach New, Jared Nunes, joining the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Coach Nunes, uh, Great to have you. As uh, we're two days away now for the Bears going to Lawrence, and uh, I, this is kind of nice, isn't it? College game day seems to almost on an annual basis. Choose the Bears in the uh, in the Jayhawks, uh, Coach. How are you today,
0: Matt? I'm doing well. I appreciate you having me on. I appreciate yeah.
1: it. Yeah, good. Yeah, to- you
0: know we're looking we're looking forward to. Uh, this Saturday, man. It's always uh, an amazing environment up there, and obviously, you know, us two have been two of the most winning programs in college basketball the last, you know, few years, and we're looking forward to the challenge.
1: Well, it's going to be a lot of fun, and it is a tough place to play, but you guys have won there before. What has been the sort of the point of emphasis when you're going into a game like this? I mean, it's not like the season all hinges on this one game, so you do have to kind of keep things in perspective. But like for Keontae and some of these younger players, uh, Josh, whoever, how do you kind of prepare them for what this is going to be like? Because as mean as those West Virginia fans are, as tough as it can be at Hilton, um, this is a different type road environment. And maybe they're not as mean as some of these other places like, uh, like they were to, to, to Bridges, but what do you kind of – how do you prepare your players um, to get them ready for an environment like this?
0: Well, I think the first thing, you know, we have to do and what we've been preaching to our guys is just, you know, trying to be the best version of ourselves. And um, that means, you know, focus on the things that we, we do every day. We like to say, you know, same old boring habits, you know, tighten up on those things and really just control what you can control. Um, you know, if you're going in there trying to make the – the, the game bigger than what it, what it already will be and you're focusing on those things and the crowd and everything else that's when you know slippage happens that's when you start getting distracted so we just try to stay grounded on the fundamentals and things that you know make us who we are and trying to be the best version of who we can be
1: all right what's it been for 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 like for you this season you had the promotion you already obviously had a, a, a very active hand in a lot of this recruiting, but but even more on-court responsibility. Um, what what is it? Has that been a uh just has that been a lot of fun i mean obviously you're already hugely involved but what has that allowed you to do and 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 does it allow you to be that much more involved and and um i I guess it's something you've been waiting on for quite some time has it been everything you thought it would be
0: uh it has i think my 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 wife would say it's been an adjustment as far as (laughs) my mood swings at home. a lot less sleep some nights, but you know it's been it's been amazing. Uh, it's been fun for me to 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 continue to grow and learn and, and and focus and study on each opponent and and pick up on different things. You know, especially the second time around we play them. Um, but you know it's been a great adjustment for me. Um, I look forward to each challenge and every every scout that I have to do and and every game that we as a staff have to be prepared for. So there's nothing else that I'd rather be doing in the world
1: all right on those scouts like how early when you're assigned a scout whether it be kansas texas coming up of course the following week some of these different teams that are coming up how how early do you start when you get assigned one of those things okay coach this is you've got the scout on this on this particular opponent um is that almost you know a couple of weeks in advance do you start even earlier than that what is uh What's the process like on on putting together a scout?
0: Well, sometimes it, it depends on the schedule. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, Alvin, myself, and and Coach Jacobs. We you know preseason we broke up the schedule as far as who is going to be doing what scout. And the unique thing about our staff is Coach likes us all to to watch film on the team that we're playing the next game. So he doesn't like us to get too far ahead. He likes us to focus on one game at a time, but. You know, we usually – us three usually try to cheat it a little bit and start watching film on the other team probably about two or three days out just so we can be prepared.
1: Yeah, I could see it. I could see you all taking a peek to see kind of what's going on. Uh, Jared Nunes joining us on the Matt Mosley Show, ESP in Central Texas. What is um, – Kansas kind of fell on hard times, especially by their standards. Lost several conference games. And really, kind of got in a the ditch. They've climbed back out of it, and they're playing a lot better. What what is the what is the key? Because you know, at times, obviously, they've got people that can shoot the three. They don't have their customary huge guy to always throw it down to. Oh, I, although I would say Uday, or um, you know, he that guy, he's really kind of coming on lately in terms of right. block shots. In in filling a little more of that role that we remember with McCormick and Azubuki before him, what is um what do you feel like Kansas when they're clicking? What what do, what do they do that that really sets them apart? Well, well, first
0: thing is I think you know in our conference and you know this as hard as the Big Twelve is. I mean everybody's going to probably take you know go through a rough patch, right? Like we went through it, um, you know. Uh, k-state kansas you know oklahoma state with some injuries iowa state like we all go through it that's just how competitive our league is and how great our league is um but as far as kansas goes i mean obviously bill self's a great coach when they're clicking i think you know obviously shooting threes with dick and wilson um you know and harris does a great job getting in the paint and then when they're getting out in transition so for us you know we got to definitely guard the three-point line. Uh, we got to try to limit it, limit them in transition as much as possible, and take good care of the basketball. You know we're number one in the conference right now in, and turnovers and how many we allow games. So that's going to be important come Saturday.
1: All right, having Jonathan play as much as he's playing, 24 minutes the other night, um, I would think even though y'all know how hard he works, that even even some of the coaches have to be a little surprised that he's already at this point, and you have to kind of, you know, remind yourself, hey, he's coming back from a major injury, it is, does anything surprise you about him because of his work ethic, um, it just, to me, it's, it's almost kind of shocking to see him already play in 24 minutes, and oh, by the way, he's returned with a very polished offensive game, not even just the threes, but, you know, around the... Uh, within eight to ten feet, some of the footwork, some of the moves he's made—I uh, would say that he used his time wisely, Jared, um, in in terms of his rehab. And and any and there may still be some rust, but uh, this is pretty remarkable what he's already bringing to the table. Well, Matt, I'd be honest
0: if I said that I'm I'm shocked because I'm I'm really not, and I think there's two reasons why I know I know the type of kid he is. And how hard he works and there's nobody that i've ever been around coaching who's worked harder than john um and then just seeing the improvement every day in practice and you know from even from the summer to the fall to now and just seeing how each week he was continuing to get better and i think one thing that helped him being out is the game has slowed down for him right and even though he may have lost some of his athleticism early. I think that helped him as far as toning up certain skills. Like you said, his footwork, um, finding the right spots on the floor. And as he continues to get more healthy, he just he's looking better and better. So um, we're really excited for him. Obviously, it's a great story. But for our basketball team, he does so much for, for us on and off the court. Um, he's a leader, and there's just nobody who's more competitive than him. So it's just a
1: blessing to have him back. Do you guys watch bracketology and and uh, Lenardi and I mean obviously fans are constantly watching that. Okay, what's Baylor now? Oh, they got a, they got you know the Bears are a two seed. Um, coaches, now I know y'all know numbers and you look at Ken Palm and and yeah. Scott always uh, is amazing how much of that stuff he can rattle off. And I don't know if that's <laughs> David or. Or Matt, or whoever's feeding him a lot of that. But boy, he comes up with all kinds of stats and all. But I'm just kind of curious: Do you, do you, how much do y'all pay attention to all the bracketology, or do you almost try to to not watch that? Because it's kind of hard not to, because that's part of the fun of college basketball is thinking about where what seed you're going to be, where you are, and uh, and of course, you all right now are being projected as a two seed. Opening in Denver. Not that I'm keeping up with it, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly,
0: you know, as it get, as it gets a little bit closer to, I, I I would not be telling the truth if I said I didn't look at it every now and then and uh-huh. take a peek. Um, because Joe does does do such a great job with the bracketology and and picking, you know, kind of where he thinks people are at at that current time. But you know, for us, I think it's just you know the Big Twelve is hard enough, where it's like you just got to take it one. Game at a time to to try to prepare for the next one in front of you, and then hopefully, if you if you if you do the things you need to do and take care of business, then the seating and all that will take care of itself at, at during March Madness and the Selection Sunday.
1: All right, um, what did Joel do to get Cryer going? You know, he had a couple of moments earlier this season where he just wasn't, you know, he either wasn't taking a lot of shots or. Or was in a bit of a funk, and then man, once he found it, I mean, he's one of the the greatest shooters in college basketball. We knew that, but I mean, this is um, this is pretty remarkable. I mean, like what he did the other night, he he single-handedly, and of course, a lot of it's because you got guys getting offensive rebounds. There were some broken plays. There was some beautiful ball movement. But I mean, it's I mean, it's it's pretty amazing, isn't it, Jared, to watch him because. Those things are like especially from the corner. Those are free throws for him. Where most players, you know, if you if you make 35 to 40% of your threes, you're going to feel pretty good about things. And this guy, I think he's upset when he doesn't shoot 50% from 3 in a game. Is it I mean that's I is is that come from just thousands of hours in the gym shooting? How much of that is natural and how much of that is just extremely hard work?
0: Well, you know, the credit goes to him because he's a gym rat. And I think one thing that he started really, really working on is, you know, he wanted to get back to being a three-level scorer. Um, You know, people started really at times face-guarding him and and, and just trying to limit his touches. Um, So, you know, we we obviously run good plays for him, and and Coach 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 Jacobs called good sets for him. But to his credit as well, you know, he started getting to the free throw line. He started driving more. And so he, he started kind of diversifying his game a little bit, and it's, and it's helped him. And obviously, you said it. I mean, he's one of the best three-point shooters, if not the best three-point shooter in the country. I may be biased, but I don't think there's many better than him. But now that he can play off his shot fake, you know, he's a threat to get to the basket. He, he scores in different ways. It just makes the game a lot easier for him.
1: All right. Now, what do you do this time of year balancing the need to recruit with being in the middle of, uh, of these games, I mean, y'all are on a heater. I mean, you're getting unbelievable recruits. Jared, I know you love to recruit. It's one of your fortes. Um, how do you kind of balance that? I mean, in, in, I mean in, in a sense, you have even more responsibilities than ever. I know Scott is just constantly in touch with people and that kind of thing. Um, it's a huge part of y'all's program. It, it, it's. Uh, wh- I mean, how do you kind of balance that this time of year, knowing that even though you got these great players coming in, the 2023 Jacoby Walter, Merrill Little, um, I mean, you got to keep adding to it. You know, you got to keep getting the next guy. How how many hours a week do you do all like even during season? Do you devote to recruiting? Well. You know, I'm huge.
0: I'm a huge relationship guy. Like I'm huge on relationships. So for me, a lot of times recruiting isn't really work for me. So, you know, I'll wake up in the morning. I'll reach out to certain guys and I'll, I'll tap in with them and maybe reach out to their parents or driving home from a game or driving home for practice. I'll, I'll you know give a call, see how everything's doing, see how they're doing. With, you know their last game or you know how school was. And for me, that stuff is I enjoy that stuff because I'm a relationship person. So. You know, it's, it's work, but it isn't work because you get a chance to really tap in with them and, and touch base and make sure they're good and just, you know, crack jokes and make them laugh and they make me laugh and you just have fun with it. So I, I really, really enjoy recruiting and I think it's a great part of the business. And I just love relationships, so it's not work for me.
1: Jared, why, why do you think the, the Metroplex is, they've always had great players, but it's kind of gone to a different level I mean, I think you would agree with me on that. Even in this past three or four years, it's just kind of you turn on, and it's like, okay, there's the guy. There's Kaysen from Kentucky. There's Ryland from Richardson uh, or or Kaysen from Richardson High School. Of course, Kaysen plays at Kentucky. You all recruited him at one point. I mean, but it's like Keontae from Louisville. Jacoby's coming in from McKinney. Um, Even these guys that go off to these academies, a lot of them are – Dallas Fort Worth guys. And of course you all have got some great players from the Houston area over the years as well. But specifically the Metroplex, is it the AAU programs? Is it the high school coaches? Like why why is why are so many unbelievable players coming out of the Dallas Fort Worth area right now?
0: I definitely think that's it. I think they have really, really good there's a bunch of really good high school coaches as well as AAU programs. And, you know, when you have such good reputations in from both sides of that, whether it's AU or high school. Uh, you know, kids and, and parents want to be a part of those programs. And so I think it's kind of just been a tradition. It starts to become a tradition. And when you have tradition, kids want to be a part of winning. So um, I think that's a huge part of it.
1: All right. And, uh, boy, I tell you, I mean, think about that. you are getting ready. We're getting closer to the Foster Pavilion. When you go to some of these new places – um, like the University of Texas, the uh, Moody that they have. You go to the smaller type venue, TCU. That will be about the size of the Foster Pavilion. And, of course, we still love the Farrell Center. But when you see what it's like for these smaller venues from somewhere in the seven to, to you know, eight or 9,000, what does that feel like? I mean, what has that been like to see some of those venues and then to imagine what your new venue is going to be like? Man, I
0: am so excited and looking forward to getting into the pavilion next year. You have no idea. I'm ready to see my new office. I'm ready to get some new furniture. Um, <laughs> nah, but it's gonna be it's gonna be so exciting, man. We we really really I mean we talk about it at least probably once or twice a week in the office, uh, just how mu- how much how excited we are to be in that new arena. It's gonna be electric um you know it's it's going to be amazing to get in there uh each time we drive by it we we take pictures on you know how much further along it came so uh, we're really looking forward to it we know our fans are looking forward to it it's going to give us even more of a of a home court advantage we feel like um so it's going to be exciting times next year
1: yeah i bet it resonates with recruits i mean you know to open up a new place jacoby and those guys coming in um That's going to be a lot of fun. It's got to be fun when you see some of your recruits show up on these top lists. McDonald's All-American. We saw that with Jacoby recently. I mean, obviously, you love the guys. You know, Sohan was not a McDonald's All-American. In fact, I don't even know if he was a true top 50 ESPN player. And then I noticed the other day, and I saw you retweeting that, he's going to be in that Rising Stars game for the Spurs. And he went through a stretch. He got a little banged up here recently. But he went through a stretch, Jared, where he was scoring like 20 a game, 12 rebounds. Um, I bet you guys take a lot of pride when you see something like that happening.
0: Uh, He's an unbelievable kid, unbelievable talent. Um, Just the fact that how he approached every game last year when, you know, I mean, he could have easily been a guy that started and played, you know, 30 something minutes a game, but just his ability to be a a team player to flourish in his role, uh, being able to guard one through five, um, his feel for the game is unbelievable. So, so proud of him um he's an even better person than he is player. so it's just great to see him having the success early like he's having
1: yeah he couldn't make the baylor starting five but he did make the spurs starting five (laughs) (laughs) although y'all eventually decided hey this guy we may need to we may need to run some things through Jeremy and uh, yeah. I. Uh, that was pretty amazing to watch. All right, just know that as y'all travel tomorrow, I'll be representing you recruiting-wise at a by district. I won't get too specific, but I'll be at a by district matchup, perhaps in Baylor gear, watching a 2024 target for the Bears. Okay, so I just wanted you All to right. know I'll be doing my part. I
0: appreciate that. Get it done.
1: All right, we'll do it, and, uh, Jared, great to visit with you, and uh, safe travels, and uh, let's uh, let's bring home a win. I mean, there's no reason not to. Absolutely, I agree. I appreciate it, Matt. Sicking bears, baby. There he goes, Jared Nunes, uh, Baylor men's assistant basketball coach joining us, hit on a lot of different topics there, some good stuff uh with uh coach Nunes man I love having these assistants on of course I always love having Scott on but that's one of the great things about Scott over the years he loves his assistants getting attention and being talked about and uh you know some coaches I understand I don't really fault the coaches that don't do it that way but I love it man I love that Scott has always been like hey my guys need to be out there Jerome Tang became one of my favorite guests uh, coach Jacobs, Coach Brooks had Tweedy on recently. Jared Nunes, really uh, fine young coach for the Bears. Uh, as we uh, as we got we get you ready now.